Who's that? It's the real estate deal with Kevin Lawton on 1077 The Bronx. Oh, hi. Come on in. Kevin Lawton, a real estate agent with Coldwell Banker Schiavonian Associates, is ready to help you navigate the real estate market. Whether you're buying, selling, renting, or investing, Kevin's your agent on the airwaves to help. He's your guide to buying and selling homes in the Mercer and Burlington County area. The real estate deal on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Brad Zerby and MLS number 161236 at Gateway Mortgage Group. And by Kevin Lawton, real estate agent with Coldwell Banker, Schiavone and Associates. Let's go over to our agent on the airwaves, Kevin Lawton, with the real estate deal. Only on 1077 The Bronx. One zero seven seven the Bronx, one zero seven seven thebronkcom Proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. Live from the Clarity's Public House Studios at Rider University, you're listening to The Real Estate Deal. I am your host and agent on the airwaves, Kevin Lawton of Coldwell Banker, Schiavone & Associates, located in Yardville, New Jersey, and servicing both Mercer and Burlington County. You can connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. That's facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. There you can find all kinds of information about previous shows in this show as well. I will post links to articles um, that I reference on the show and also post all kinds of information about real estate in general there as well. Um, so definitely check it out. Give it a like so you can stay informed on those types of things. Uh, you can also check out the show now in podcast form. Uh, which I think podcasts, I think I saw something a podcaster like up now uh, with everybody being at home and quarantined. Uh, I have more time to listen to things like that. So if you want to check out the archives, um, then subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, and uh, some others as well. Just go to 1077thebronc.com, go to the real estate deal page, and you can uh, find the information on how to do that and how to find us there. Also, if you have any questions, uh, you just want to talk maybe a little real estate because you're stuck at home and you're bored, uh, email the show, realestatedeal at rider.edu. That's realestatedeal at rider.edu. You can also email us uh, and let us know uh, any kind of topics you want us to discuss uh, during the next month. Um, so obviously, uh, we talked last week, check in after we've been running some encores. Obviously, things are a little different in the world, I guess, um, since we had previously done a new um, show prior to last week. So, you know, I guess I just want to check in, see how everybody is uh, coping with everything that's going on, staying home, um, social distancing and self-isolating, quarantining, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I know it's getting getting pretty long. I mean, I've seen some people posting on social media that they're like now have been, I guess, isolated or quarantined in their house, like, we're going on 20 plus days now. So, you know, it's a long time to be inside. Um, and I'm sure, you know, you're taking the time and you're, you're noticing things in your house too, maybe you're missing certain things in your life. And uh, I don't blame you. It's definitely a difficult time. So, you know, one thing I did want to say is that I have been um, going out to do some walks and hikes um, in our area. And there's a lot of, I found out there's like a ton of different trails and all of these different networks of trails that you can take in the Mercer County, Burlington County area. So definitely take advantage of that. I think, you know, 
you know, listening to the governor and his instructions, you know, he said going outside to exercise is, is fine, but you just want to maintain that social distance. So I think it's, I think it's good to say that as a reminder. Uh, I think some people are getting very scared and paranoid, which I don't think is um, a bad thing. I mean, I think being overly cautious is great, um, especially at a time right now, but I think it's good too to remember that, you know, it's okay to step outside, get some fresh air uh, for a little bit, you know, just stay away from other people. I think that's the big thing. So, you know, I've uh, been out there on a couple of trails and definitely, definitely more people out, I would say, um, doing those kinds of things than normally would be because I think everybody's getting a little cabin fever and start crazy. So they're heading out for those kinds of things, but definitely, um, you know, take advantage of that. And, you know, I think you might be surprised to find if that's not something you normally do, you know, be surprised to find what really is in our area, um, or the natural beauty that's out there. Um, so some of the other things I've seen too, uh, just to throw out there as some uh, suggestions, I guess, is, uh, you know, I see people engaging with their neighbors in kind of unique ways and, you know, not in the sense of they're going on their property, but they're staying on each other's property. But, you know, I see people where they're, I guess, one house in the neighborhood is like DJing in the driveway or something. People are dancing on their property and uh, other people are doing kind of like exercise routines, but everybody's like in their front yard. So, you know, if you have like a close knit neighborhood like that or community, you know, I think that's, that's something that um, somebody wants to take the initiative to get those things going. It's definitely beneficial to keeping you kind of active in a sense and you know also i think it can build a stronger bond with your neighbors right because you know it's easy i think it's easy to interact with people when you're able to get close to them in the sense that you know you can go over your neighbor's place or something like that but i think when you have to maintain distance and you have to rely on communication in different ways um, i think that's really when you know bonds kind of strengthen in a sense um so you know just get creative and think about different ways. And, you know, especially if you have kids, um, I know a lot of people, I mean, my son, it's, it's difficult, right? Because there's only so many things you can do in the house and you got to get really creative um, about things you can do. So I think, you know, one thing uh, planning, because my son has, you know, at least right now, I mean, he has remote learning. So there's like a ton of work that the school is sending. So that's something, you know, to keep him busy while he's in the house, but he's got spring break coming up uh, next week. And, you know, obviously, typically spring break, you would do something a couple of days, go somewhere or something. Obviously, you can't do that now. So getting creative, I think we're going to do a little maybe camping in the backyard if it's warm enough. If not, um, then maybe we'll set up the tent in the basement or something like that and do do a little camping in that way. So I'm not sure how, but um, you got to get creative, definitely. Um, so I'd be interested to hear some of your ideas and some of the things you've been doing um, to stay occupied in uh Keep yourself from going crazy. Um, so you can email those ideas to realestatedeal at rider.edu. That's realestatedeal at rider.edu. Uh, I'd be happy to share those on the next show and also post them on Facebook for everybody to uh, see as well. Um, so definitely interesting time. Uh, we're going to talk more about that, um, as I'm sure you can imagine, um, on this show. And also um, another idea to keep yourself busy in the last segment, which I think is pretty interesting. One of my favorites, actually. Um, so... Last week, I did mention that we are going to have our last show of the real estate deal. Uh, I won't say ever. Maybe the real estate deal will resurrect itself some, sometime in a few years or something like that. But uh, 
we are going to stop doing the show uh, for a while. Um, April 26th will be the last episode of the real estate deal. Um, it'll be the last Sunday of April. Um, so, you know, things have changed a little bit um, on my side of things. And, you know, I love the radio station. And um, in terms of real estate, I'm shifting some things around that I'm doing with some other projects as well. So, so I will still be doing real estate, um, but I just won't be doing the show. I'll be shifting that amount of time to another project. So, so definitely, you know, if you want to stay up to date on real estate and all those different things, you can check out my Facebook, facebook.com slash Kevin Lund, CBSA. Um, you can also check out the audio archives at any time. Those will still remain. Um, just go subscribe to us uh, in podcast form. Like I mentioned before, just go to 1077thebronc.com and check out the real estate deal page. And if you have anything that you want to be discussed before the show is over uh, regarding real estate, just email realestatedeal at rider.edu. That's realestatedeal at rider.edu. And I'll be sure to uh, get that in in the next few weeks. So we're going to talk about my favorite thing, low mortgage rates. So uh, last week we talked and mortgage rates were, had increased a little bit actually, right? So we were talking and they were up around 3.65% was the national average for 30 year mortgage rate. Um, but this week, actually they are down down to 3.33% is the national average for 30 year fixed uh, mortgage. So that is really, really good. And obviously, I'm going to say take advantage of it, but it's difficult to take advantage of it right now, right? How do you how do you go buy a house? How do you go see a house right now when you know, you're not supposed to be in contact with anybody? So, so that's something we're going to talk about in the next segment. Um, but I do want to point out that, you know, and I always say, you know, where were we at last year? So just to give you some perspective of like how low 3.33% is. Last year at the same time, we were at 4.08%. So definitely low. And I think the one thing too, that if you're home, right? So if you're home and you're fortunate enough that you're working from home, you're still getting paid. Um, even not, even if you're taking the um, family leave and you're getting two thirds pay, uh, you know, now is the time, I think, to really look at your finances and kind of assess, you know, what, what is necessary? What can you reduce? What are you paying fees on that you didn't realize you're paying fees on? How can you get rid of those fees? How can you reduce whatever your costs are? What do you have subscriptions to that? Oh, my God, you didn't even realize you're subscribed to that and you haven't used it in three months. So you can cancel a subscription, right? It's all the time to look at those things. But one of the big things to look at is, is potentially refinancing uh, your mortgage because right now the rates are really low. And, you know, just last year, if you bought at 4.08%, and you refinanced at 3.33%, which it's at now, you would save, definitely. So, you know, I think now taking the time and being at home, that you can have a little more time to assess those things, then it's really the time to take advantage of that. And that's how you can, that's how you can kind of take advantage as a homeowner um, in, of the lower rates right now without really you know, having to come in contact or look for another property or anything like that. So, so yeah, I think that, you know, they're really great, the rates. So you should check them out and, you know, take a look, see what your financial position is and reach out to your, your mortgage lender and check out some other mortgages and see, see what uh, options you might have. Um, so we're going to go into our first break of the day, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about real estate and how to navigate real estate in this environment. Uh, so we're going to hear from our underwriters, Coldwell Banker, Shivoni and Associates, and Brad Zerby of Gateway Mortgage Group. And then we'll be back with more real estate deal 
Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 thebronkcom There's no place like home. Toto, we're home. So click your heels three times because we're back to learn how to buy one with our agent on the airways, Kevin Lawton, and the real estate deal. 1077 The Bronx, 1077 thebronkcom Proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcaster 2019. Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. Live from the Clarny's Public House Studios at Ryder University, you're listening to The Real Estate Deal. I am your host and agent on the airwaves, Kevin Lawton of Coldwell Bankers, Schiavone & Associates, located in Yardville, New Jersey, and servicing both Mercer and Burlington counties. As a reminder, you can connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. That's facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. I'll post more information to what I talked about today and what I talked about on previous shows as well. You can find links to different articles, um, expanding on the topics and giving you more information. Uh, you can also find other real estate news on there as well. So definitely check it out. Um, and as a reminder, you can check out older episodes or even this episode again uh, in podcast form on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music. Just look for The Real Estate Deal. Uh, and you can go to 1077thebronc.com go to the real estate deal page and check out all the information on how to find that stuff. Um, so definitely check it out, subscribe, um, and then you know let your friends know too. Uh, it's something to do. Listen to podcasts uh, during your time at home, right? Um, so also you can email the show, realestatedeal at rider.edu. Any questions, topics you'd like to hear about, um, definitely send them my way, realestatedeal at rider.edu. Um, so we were just talking a little bit about, we are talking about mortgage rates, right? Mortgage rates are low. 3.33% for the 30-year average across the country. And just as a reminder too, I want to make sure that I guess I send this disclaimer out, you know, just because the national average is 3.33%, that doesn't mean that you're automatically going to get a 30-year mortgage rate at that low rate. That's like where the average is at, um, depending on your financial standing, which, you know, from previous shows, we've talked about what goes into qualifying for your mortgage, which is your credit score, your debt to income ratio, all those different types of things. You want to make sure that you're in the best place, obviously. But if you're not necessarily in the best place, it doesn't mean that you're going to get 3.33%, right? So you could get a little higher, um, but still overall, the national average of being that low means that you're going to get lower than what you typically would have gotten like a year ago, basically. So, so it's still good to look and make sure that you're figuring that out. So, you know, one of the questions I raise is, well, you know, how do you take advantage of that? How do you, for a lot of people, some people can buy a house, um, sight unseen, you know, just looking at pictures or video, uh, but some, you know, still need to see it in person. And that's, I mean, it's understandable. It's one of the biggest purchases of um, someone's life and, you know, not being able to, I guess, physically be in the space and touch and figure, you know, what does it actually feel like the space and what's the, you know, what size is the room? You know, you can see dimensions, but online, but, you know, what does it actually feel like and what is the layout, right? Does it flow the way you want it to flow? Does it maybe have feng shui or whatever it is you're looking for, right? So, you know, how do we kind of navigate that? And I think uh, the real estate industry as a whole is trying to figure that out. Agents are trying to figure that out as well. Um, so, you know, one thing we had talked about last week were the virtual tours. And I think Virtual tours are definitely increasing the demand, um, and it's obviously a way that we can do these types of things and remain socially distant and safe. Um, but at the same time, there's certain situations where 
maybe virtual tour is uh, not the best option. Maybe it's not a great option uh, because even so, you know, maybe you need to see something specifically uh, or maybe, you know, on the virtual tour side, the seller is still in the house, right? So, so that makes it difficult too. With vacant properties, not so bad, right? Because you don't have another party to worry about. So if the seller is still living in the property, then obviously that complicates things even more because, you know, you have another party that you have to remain distant from. So, and you have to, I guess, rely on to keep the property clean as well and disinfected. So, you know, how do we navigate this, right? So with virtual tours, obviously, you know, the agent can go and can do FaceTime uh, on your phone, whatever the case may be, um, and show you those things and get a sense for them and take additional pictures, whatever may be needed. Uh, but in some cases, the buyer wants to see the property. You know, how do we navigate that? And so actually uh, talking to my dad this morning, you guys may know he's an agent as well. Um, and he... He was on the show previously, actually, a long time ago in the beginning of the show. So you can check out the audio archives to, to find that. Um, but he's been doing real estate for quite some time, probably like 30 years, something like that. I think he's been uh, in another business. So, so anyway, he got a lead for somebody who wants to see a house. So he's trying to figure out how do I, how do, I do this because they want to see it in person, right? So house is vacant. So that takes out one uh, variable or element of it, I guess you could say. And so basically this is the kind of setup that they do. So you're going to have, you're going to go to the property as the agent, right? Agent is going to open the property up and then agent will return to their vehicle. Then buyer will be able to go in toward the property, see it, um, you know, whatever time, they like whatever they want to see um and then the when the buyer is done they'll confirm via hand signal or something um to the agent in the car and that they're done and then they'll return to their car and then uh they can communicate via phone or communicate later via phone and then um the agent will once they've left and the agent will go back up and close up the property all right, so seems a little crazy, right? But definitely the most caution that you can take is the best route right now, I think. But at the same time, it's difficult because you don't want to see people just stop uh, looking for properties and you know looking for real estate because you want to keep the real estate market going because it's going to help the economy overall over time and. You know, even right now, people still may have a necessity to move. So, you know, it's it's really important that we work around these things and try and figure out how do we able to make these happen, how make these showings happen and make things still kind of keep moving. And I think a lot of industries and just the humanity overall is just looking at ways to make normalcy continue i guess but in different ways right so they're seeing a lot of innovation and different things and you know you're seeing a lot of local restaurants now step up to the plate in terms of how can they still service their customers without coming in contact with them getting food to them and delivering on their porch with contactless delivery all these different things so so i think real estate you know is just is just the same and trying to navigate that as well so you know i think 
that setup is definitely an effective way. And I definitely would never expect someone to be able to just buy a property without physically going to see it. So, so really important that from a buyer standpoint and a seller standpoint that you have a lot more patience and understanding of how this difficult time is being navigated and how we're still able to try and figure out how to do this. And I think in doing so, you know, there's also um, a new kind of addendum that's out there regarding COVID-19 that needs to be signed by all parties involved. um, Just, you know, saying that things are understood the way things are happening um, and which is really important to understand as well. And I think from a, from like a seller's perspective, you know, it's really important then that, you know, you are conscious of how you're leaving the house if you are going to have someone come look at it if it's for sale. And in doing so, you know, consciousness is now not only, you know, just making sure your valuables are put away, right? Because you never know, um, and especially if, you know, agent's not going to be inside of the property with them. Uh, you want to make sure that, you know, your value is put away. But also additionally, you know, you want to make sure that you're leaving the house clean, right, as well. Um, even though, you know, you may think that you're at home and you're fine and all these different things, you can never can be too safe, right? I mean, they talk about people being a carrier, but not having symptoms. So you never know. And in doing so as well, from a buyer's perspective, you know, I think that you want to be respectful in the sense that, you know, you want to have proper um, cleanliness and are conscious of what you're touching and doing um, in the property as well when you're in there. So, you know, it's, it's really important. And, you know, if you are having any symptoms, obviously you should not leave the house. So don't even think about doing a showing. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's how we kind of start to navigate this. And then as things develop and you know, it sounds like we're going to be dealing with this for quite some time now. Um, I'm sure some other ideas will come up, but, you know, if you have any ideas on how you think things like this can happen, whether you're in the real estate industry or you're in a different industry and you're handling things in a different way, um, definitely email me, realestatedealerrider.edu. I think now is, you know, the time where we all kind of learn from each other and see how we navigate this together um, as a uh, as a planet and as humanity. Um, so definitely reach out and let me know what you think. Uh, so we're going to go into our second break of the day. We're going to hear from our underwriters, Coldwell Banker, Shivoni and Associates, and Brad Zerby of Gateway Mortgage Group. And then we'll be back with the real estate deal only on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 thebronkcom there's no place like home. Toto, we're home. So click your heels three times because we're back to learn how to buy one with our agent on the airways, Kevin Lawton, and the real estate deal. 1077 The Bronx, 1077Bronx.com, proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. Live from the Carney's Public House Studios at Ryder University, you're listening to The Real Estate Deal. I am your host and agent on the airwaves, Kevin Lawton of Coldwell Banker, Giovanni and Associates, located in Yardville, New Jersey, and servicing both Mercer and Burlington counties. You can connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. It's facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. 
there, I'll post more information about today's topics uh, with some links to articles so you can get further information um, and also explore for yourself. Uh, you can also find information about previous episodes there as well and other real estate happenings. Make sure you check us out in podcast form. We are now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, and a few others as well. Just go to 1077thebronc.com, go to the real estate deal page, and you can find the information on how to do that. Uh, if you're familiar with podcasts, you can just search for us uh, in your favorite podcast directory. Um, also, if you have any questions or any ideas of topics that you would like to hear over the next couple of weeks, just email realestatedeal at rider.edu. That's realestatedeal at rider.edu. And I'd be happy to talk about those and discuss those on the show, um, as well as discuss them with you personally too. Um, so definitely reach out um, and get those in um, before our last show on April 26th. Um, so we've been talking obviously about uh, what everybody talks about nowadays, I guess, right? COVID-19, coronavirus. Um, so we're just talking about how do we how do we kind of navigate the idea of touring a house now and showing a home. So so in addition to those types of things and trying to figure those things out, you know, one big thing obviously dealing with the real estate market and dealing with housing in general is, you know, people are uh, losing their jobs, they're losing their income. And I think, you know, I saw the other day, it's like 6.6 .6 million people have filed for unemployment, something like that. So, so you can imagine that in times like this, when people are losing their jobs because companies are closing down um, or not able to generate as much revenue as they once were to cover um, payroll and all those types of things. And, you know, thankfully, there's some programs going in place that are going to help people out um, and help those companies to retain those employees through this. Um, without necessarily having a great cost to them um, through different SBA loans and things like that. Um, you know, the government is working to um, uh, provide some relief to those people um, that have mortgage issues, um, those specifically um, that are FHA insured mortgages. So this pertains really to just the individuals that have FHA insured mortgages and that are also going to be experiencing a financial hardship due to COVID-19 and the pandemic, right? So what does that mean? That means that, you know, because of COVID-19, you have an issue where you can't work or your income is reduced, right? So, so you can't work, meaning that you have to quarantine or you're sick or you get laid off, right? Because things are happening, you know, some uh, temporary employees, contract employees, they're getting laid off because the company can't support them because the business is not as strong anymore. So all these different types of things are happening. Um, also, you know, if you guys are not familiar, um, there's some guidelines now that you can take extended family leave from your job with your uh, job still being secure um, at two thirds pay. So there's a lot of different guidelines about that. I don't want to get into all the details. I don't want to tell you the wrong thing uh, because I'm still learning about them myself a little bit. Um, but you know, any of these financial hardships that are COVID-19 related, if you get sick too, you know, and you can't work and whatever the case may be, um, these are there to protect you. And, you know, obviously we don't want to see, uh, I think as a, a nation and the government doesn't want to see that all these people are going to start losing their house, right? So 
it's important that we make some type of provisions, I guess, for these people. And and what uh, HUD is doing is they're putting in place and they're, I think, in place already. Um, they're allowing those who are affected by these uh, COVID-19-related financial hardships uh, to have their mortgage servicer extend um, their deferred payments or reduced payment options for six months, right? So, so in some cases, depending on what the situation is, the mortgage servicer can help you to defer your payments, meaning that you want to make payments, um, you wouldn't make payments in that six-month period, um, or you can have a reduced payment option. So reduced payment option is probably something that you could come up with with the mortgage servicer if, say, you're on this two-thirds pay, right? Something like that, right? Because obviously you're not going to be making the same amount as before, so a reduced payment would be better. So they're putting that in place to help those people so you get a little relief for six months there. Um, so in addition to that, then you're also able to extend an additional six months of forbearance. So that's meaning that you're pushing um, your payments to like a later date, right? So through that, and when you're pushing them to a later date, um, I think that's really important to understand because you're not necessarily, you're not going to be just not making those payments, right? At some point, you're going to have to make up those payments that you're not taking care of, but you're not going to be penalized for them, right? Because before, you know, if you're not paying your payments, then you know what happens, right? The mortgage company, bank comes, they're going to take your property back, right? So in this case, you're protected where you won't lose your property, um, which is a great thing, I think, because if we were to see basically what happened in like 2008, where people just started getting foreclosed on, losing their house, um, you know, it would be it would be terrible, definitely. So, so we don't want that to happen. Um, so the fact that they're taking these steps to do that, and I think that you know it's going to make a big difference. Um, obviously, going through all this, and you know, we're seeing it already with the stock market and everything. There's a big economic impact, um, but being able to take these kind of steps, I think, is going to be less of an economic impact. Um, there's still going to be one, but it'll reduce the amount of impact, negative impact. So we'll see what happens. Um, but understanding that you will have to still make those payments, right? But the new program allows you to now take those payments and make them um, at the end of your payoff time, right? So you have a 30-year mortgage and you're just on schedule to just pay for the full 30 years, which remember talked about before uh, is not necessarily smart uh, because you should be able to pay off principal in between that um, just to reduce the amount of time you're paying off. So you end up paying less interest on that. Um, but really important, you know, to understand that you're going to have time where you're going to have to pay this back. So so as you get to the end of paying off the full thing, now you're just going to make the payments that you now missed within that six months or whatever the negotiated period is. It could be less than six months, right? If it's less than six months, that means that you're doing better and you're getting back to, you know, your financial standing before, which is a good thing, definitely. So definitely really important to understand these provisions and what types of different reliefs are available there um, and make sure that you can take advantage if you need to take advantage, right? 
um, you know, they're putting things in place to help people um, through this time, obviously, because there's things going on that people really, you can't prevent. So, you know, it's really, really important that we utilize these things um, and do the research we need to do. And doing that research, you know, includes contacting your mortgage servicer to see what your options are. So if at any point you have something going on that's COVID-19 related, um, that you feel is going to create a financial hardship for you and that you feel like is going to have a negative effect on your ability to pay your mortgage um, and make those payments that you were normally making before, you definitely want to talk to your mortgage servicer and make sure you understand uh, what your options are. So I don't want anybody to lose their house, obviously. Um, it's a terrible thing. And, you know, if you find yourself in a situation and you have some kind of questions, the mortgage person is the one you want to talk to. Um, but if for whatever reason you have any kind of other questions, you know, feel free to email me, realestatedealatrider.edu. It's realestatedealatrider.edu. And we can definitely figure out any kind of information you might need, details, um, and how you can navigate the system. Um, the situation and can put you in touch with people that can help you um, do those types of things as well. So definitely, you know, make sure during this time, if something's going on, you understand what's happening. And even if something's not going on with you right now, make sure you understand what's happening and what's available uh, because you don't know, you know, if something could happen, right? So you want to be prepared in that sense. Um, so I will post um, the link to that article so you can read more about it on my Facebook at facebook.com slash KevinLawtonCBSA. Um, we're going to hop into our last break of the day here from our underwriters, Coldwell Banker, Shiovani Associates, and Brad Zerby of Gateway Mortgage Group. And then we'll be back with more real estate deal only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. There's no place like home. Total, we're home. So click your heels three times because we're back to learn how to buy one with our agent on the airways, Kevin Lawton, and the real estate deal. 1077 The Bronx, 1077thebronc.com, proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019. Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. We are live from the Clarence Public House Studios at Rider University. You're listening to The Real Estate Deal. I am your host and agent on the airwaves, Kevin Lawton of Coldwell Banker, Giovanni and Associates, located in Yardville, New Jersey, and servicing both Mercer and Burlington counties. You can connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. That's facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. You can also email the show realestatedeal at rider.edu. That's realestatedeal at rider.edu. Be happy to answer any of your questions or discuss any topics further with you. Also be happy to uh, take any of your suggestions for topics on future shows. Uh, we have just a couple of shows left. Uh, we will air our last show of the real estate deal on April 26th. Um, so definitely would be happy to um, talk about any of, your, any of your ideas or topics that you'd like to hear about um, before we uh, wrap things up for the real estate deal. Um, also, as a reminder, you can check out the show and podcast form on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, and a few others. Just go to 1077thebronc.com, check out the real estate deal page, and you can find uh, all the instructions on how to do that there. So talking about COVID-19, uh, some things is... Yeah, I mean, it's negative, right, to talk about. Um, but there are some positive things to talk about as well. You know, talk about 
creative way is that people are spending their time and doing things, figuring out different things to do, how to uh, keep themselves from going crazy, I guess, and also, you know, just occupy themselves. So, so one of the things um, that actually I saw this article talking about these victory gardens, and I guess victory gardens was something that goes back to like World War One, I, I think the article said, um, but people were planting these gardens and um, I guess uh, during the war. And, you know, right now, I guess it's coming back um, as an idea or like a trend, you could say. Um, and basically, you know, people are planting gardens in on their property, wherever they may be. So, you know, and I think what's one thing to remember is that creating a garden where you live and people live in all different kinds of environments and situations, right? So, you know, some people live in apartments on high rises and all these different things, but you can still create a garden um, no matter where you're at. So whether it's just a garden based on your windowsill or a garden on your balcony, or you have five acres and you can make whatever kind of garden you want. Um, it's definitely something that you can do to occupy your time um, while you're stuck at your house. And one of the big things and reasons that it's coming back into trend, I guess, um, is because people are planting like vegetables and things like, and fruits and food, you know, not just planting flowers, right? Planting food so that they can reduce the amount of trips to the grocery store. And I think that it's really smart and it's obviously uh, very done in good conscience, right? Because not only are you reducing your amount of trips to the grocery store and you're reducing the, I guess, potential exposure for yourself, you're also helping the others that you're not now coming into contact with too. And you're also helping out because, you know, obviously we see there's all kinds of shortages on certain certain things um, so far. And I haven't necessarily seen any kind of shortages being reported on like fruits and vegetables. Um, and when I've gone to the grocery store, they've been pretty, pretty stocked for the most part. Certain things, yeah, uh, I've been missing. But, you know, I think at some point, if that does become a problem, then obviously, you know, being able to uh, provide your own vegetables and things of that nature is definitely something that would help out, right? So. So definitely something to look at. Um, and I will say that for me personally, you know, gardening and creating a garden, um, I guess long before this whole thing was even an idea, um, is for me, it's relaxing and it's it's time consuming. And you definitely, there's always kind of, it's always kind of something to do. And I think every day, once your plants start to grow, um, every day you can see something different about the plants and it's really interesting because you see how differently they grow even even two seeds of the same kind of plant they're going to grow totally different depending on position and sunlight and i guess how they're feeling that day i don't know uh, but it's really interesting and definitely something that can help you to occupy your time and also you know provide a good resource for you if you need things and you know a good start is definitely to work with herbs. Herbs are fairly easy to grow. Um, and also some different leafy greens like arugula, bok choy, things like that can be grown fairly easily. Um, I, was, I grew arugula one summer and it was really easy to grow. I grew from seed and um, it just sprouted and it kept going. And the one thing though is you got to make sure that you're 
get your harvesting, I guess, or picking the leaves at the at the right time. Um, because if you wait too long, they do. They don't taste as um, as good as they should, I, as you know, arugula. As and you know, if you're not familiar with arugula, the taste is very like has like a little bit of a bite. It's like a peppery kind of taste. Um, in like a lettuce, it's good. I like it. Um, but you know, gardening is definitely an option to do. And I think one thing too, as we look at value adds to your property, if you're going to look to sell in the future, um, having a garden, I think is definitely a plus because it gives, gives people an option and gives buyers the idea that, oh, they could do that too. Right. And it's already set up for them. So if they do set up something nice, like a raised plant bed or raised garden or something of the nature, you know, they can see themselves coming there and then also being able to do that. And then, you know, you definitely attract those buyers that maybe have a green thumb or are interested in like doing that type of thing. And it just adds like a different element, I think, to your property. And it, especially if it's out in the yard, it raises, um, increases a different element there as well. And overall, I think plants, you know, just make people, mm, they make people like happy in a sense. Um, and, you know, creating that fresh oxygen as well. Um, if you have this garden like in your balcony or on your windowsill and kind of just the smells that come from it, I think is, you know, it helps you increase um, your level of happiness and makes you feel better um, in general about being at home. And for kids, uh, it's definitely something that's interesting and gives you another activity that you can do with them while you're stuck at home with them. And, you know, you give them uh, a little chore to do within the garden. And, you know, I think they really enjoy it. I know when I did first start my, my garden, my son, um, he liked it a lot. And he was, you know, he was really interested in like what's what's going on out there and what's growing and seeing the thing and like, oh, you have tomatoes and yeah. And you can kind of teach them about all those different kinds of things. So, so it's science right there, right? So definitely I would say that would probably be my... I think after like hiking, because hiking is like easy, right? Just get up and, and walk and go outside. Um, that would be like probably my next recommendation on how to keep yourself busy right now. Um, and one that's beneficial, I think, to to everybody. Because um, at some point, and I think, you know, we talk about interacting with your neighbors. So that's a great way, right? Maybe interact with your neighbors. Your neighbor starts a garden. You start a garden. Neighbor grows one thing. You grow something else. You guys exchange vegetables, right? Obviously, exchange them socially distant. Um, my neighbor has a garden too, um, and he used to just set a table in the backyard, and I would just go out uh, in the morning, and there'd be a, a bag full of cucumbers or something on the table from him. So, uh, and then we kind of exchange back and forth. So, I think that's really, you know, it's something that's good um, just to kind of clear your mind and you know get you a little outside without really going out into the world, venturing out there uh, amongst everybody. Um, and definitely something I think that adds to the appeal of the property and overall look as well um, in the future if you're going to sell. And even seeing like, I think even, you know, talking about having like the garden in the backyard or the side yard, whatever the case may be. But then if you, even if you look at like something like a, a townhouse or a condo, um, or an apartment and you do something creative with a garden on a balcony or just a little patio space that you have just a little bit of space 
um, I think it kind of transforms that space in a way for buyers that are coming to look at it. And they will all of a sudden be like, oh, wow, like I could do something like this. Like this is like a, instead of this just being a little tiny balcony, like this just became like a whole nother little living space that I can use and enjoy. And, you know, I like to cook, so I can have all my herbs here and all that kind of thing. So, so definitely I would recommend looking at that option as something to do, keep yourself busy um, while time passes and, you know, keep your, get your kids involved. We got kids as well. And, um, you know, make sure that you're, you're growing things that you like. Uh, Not only will you save the, on trips to the grocery store, um, but you also save money as well, um, which is a good thing because you'll be buying less uh, vegetables and things of that nature. So definitely an idea. Uh, I'll post that article on my Facebook, facebook.com slash Kevin Lawton CBSA. Um, but that is all the time we have for this week. Thank you to our underwriters, Coldwell Banker, Shivoni and Associates and Brad Zerby of Gateway Mortgage Group. And we will talk uh, next week when there's more real estate deal. Only on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7. That was this week's edition of The Real Estate Deal with Kevin Lawton on 107.7 The Bronx. Your agent on the airwaves may be done for now, but you can catch this show and more on 107.7thebronc.com under the Real Estate Deal tab. Kevin is on every Sunday at 10 a.m. talking about everything you need to know about the real estate market. The Real Estate Deal is underwritten by Brad Zerby and MLS number 161236 at Gateway Mortgage Group. Mortgage plus technology makes you your path to happiness of owning a home easy. And by Kevin Lawton, real estate agent with Coldwell Banker, Schiavone, and Associates. If you had a question about buying, selling, renting, or investing in a home, you can like Kevin Lawton on Facebook and follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Kevin underscore Lawton. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Real Estate Deal, only on 1077 The Bronx.